Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to your D1T5 for Thursday afternoon, July 30th. My name is Anthony Grassi, and let's jump right into the most important things you need to know from in and around college athletics in five minutes or less. SEC presidents have adopted a plan for a 10-game conference-only football schedule this season. The opening kickoff date is reportedly set for September 26th, with the SEC title game scheduled for December 19th. Commissioner Greg Sankey saying, quote, This new plan for a football schedule is consistent with the educational goals of our university to allow for the safe and orderly return to campus of their student populations and to provide a healthy learning environment during these unique circumstances presented by the COVID-19 virus. This new schedule supports the safety measures that are being taken by each of our institutions to ensure the health of our campus communities. The AP's Ralph Russo reports the rationale behind the decision, noting that presidents expecting a possible spike in cases when students return to campus would necessitate a delay to give the league its best chance to start. The delay also eliminates room for non-conference opponents. Sports Illustrated's Ross Dellinger adds that a conference-only schedule could allow some SEC schools to get out of buy-game contracts with non-conference opponents. Notre Dame Athletic Director Jack Swarbrick explains the school's full-time football partnership with the ACC this season is due to unusual circumstances unrelated to Notre Dame's long-term assessment of independence. Swarbrick adding, quote, Could we have constructed a schedule without this? Yes, but given the uncertainties that everybody faces, you couldn't exactly be sure what you have. There was a greater level of control and certainty if we do this with the ACC than if we had just constructed the schedule ourselves. Very appreciative of Commissioner Swafford and my colleagues for giving us this opportunity in the historical context it is. It is very significant. Louisville Athletic Director Vince Tyree on adding Notre Dame to the full ACC schedule for a year says that he doesn't think there would have been much of a conversation if Notre Dame's NBC contract had not been part of the deal. College Football Talk's Brian Fisher points to sources who say, quote, The NCAA Board of Governors will talk on Tuesday afternoon. Three options on the table will be discussed. One, cancel fall sports championships. Two, conduct them in the spring. Three, conduct this fall with limited venues and fewer teams. Whether a vote actually occurs remains to be seen, as we've seen this week from presidents in Power 5 leagues, but NCAA events this fall being done as normal is pretty much off the table. NCAA Chief Medical Officer Brian Hanline tells The Athletic that the national COVID-19 testing approach is, quote, going to have to move toward point-of-care testing. It's quite variable, and it points to another thing that this pandemic has pointed to, that there is unequal treatment and unequal access to healthcare in this country. Sport is a metaphor for society. It's the same thing. Is it right that the richer schools can get access to testing better than the poorer schools? Not even for athletics, but in general, we want to open up our country. Why isn't there universal access, and why isn't it free? That's what needs to happen. Hainline goes on to question the ethics of testing asymptomatic student-athletes in a prioritized stage of testing in certain areas of the country when the sick can't get tested. That's the number one reason not to do sport. Yahoo's Pete Thamel outlines the scenario coaches and athletic directors are hoping for in order to resume competition. Quote, daily tests upon arrival of each player, staff member, and support staff entering the football facility. While it's not fail-safe, it'd be a drastic improvement and could theoretically alter some of the prohibitive quarantine protocols that are handcuffing the sport. Unfortunately, the technology isn't there yet, unquote, which ultimately leaves everyone in the same holding pattern. One college president explains, quote, until they are more accurate and reliable and everyone takes them on the day of the game, there's a much better chance of that happening for this season than a vaccine. I'm confident rapid testing is going to happen, I just don't know when. The NCAA Playing Rules Oversight Committee panel approved rules to allow student-athletes in all sports to wear two and a quarter inch patches on the front or sleeve of the uniforms for commemorative and memorial purposes as well as to support social justice issues. 
While not all team members are required to wear the patch, they must be identical for those who choose to wear them. The panel also approved changing or waiving playing rules for the 2020-2021 year that may help enhance safety without affecting competitive equity. For example, in football, team areas will be expanded to the 15-yard lines instead of the 25, and the coin toss will be limited to two officials and one captain from each team. Iowa has released the report from the Hush Blackwell LLP's external review of alleged racial inequities within the football program, which found that, quote, several current and former players share the view that some coaches have used those values of discipline and accountability to create and perpetuate an environment that bullies and demeans athletes, especially black athletes. Numerous rules, both formal and perceived, requiring conformity around hair, clothing, jewelry, and tattoos left many black players feeling isolated, targeted, and unwelcome in the program, unquote. The report also found strong disparities in perception of the culture with many student-athletes and coaches indicating they have never observed anything racially offensive. Two current white players convey to investigators that people have confused a disciplined culture with a racist culture. Meanwhile, one former black athlete explained, quote, Being an Iowa football player was a daily struggle for black players. We were punished for no apparent reason, singled out by coaches, and threatened and ridiculed every day. It is hard to explain how difficult it was. Think about being under pressure every day for four years solely because of your race. That is how it was for me and my black teammates. And that's all for your D1T5 for Thursday afternoon, July 30th. Be sure to check your inbox for more updates on what is going on around the nation in and around college athletics. My name is Anthony Grassi, and we will see you next time.